Alright, welcome to this episode of Technically Short. I believe this is episode 12. Yep, episode 12. Yeah, but today we have, last last episode you heard from his dad. <laughs> so, we asked his dad what, who we should have on the podcast. He said, you should have my son. So, yeah. Say hi, son. Hi, <laughs> my name is son. No, I'm <laughs> uh, My name is Nathan Miller. Yes, that my dad was on the last episode. Um, uh, thank you guys for having me on your podcast. Of course. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, we um, talked a little bit earlier about what you want to talk about. And you specifically brought up anxiety. And um, you being, um, we were recently, uh, earlier before we were figuring out what generation we all were. And, <laughs> and uh, you being Gen Z. Z yes. And us knowing nothing about Gen Z. Mm, yeah. So we see, I actually was kind of excited for this because I was like, and you wanted to talk, like, you wanted, you wanted to talk about anxiety. I was like, it would be interesting to hear the culture of anxiety within Generation Z from your perspective. Yeah. Um, before I go into before we go into that, I first want to say who I like want to kind of intro Nathan to, to really who I perceive him to be, and then um, we'll go from there. That sound good? Sounds good. Um, so the only thing I, I the main thing I know about you is that you love to serve, and. And I specifically, I specifically think you get that from your dad, because last time uh, we were when we were at Amplify one time at a team night, your dad came over and they were talking about him running the camera. He was like, "Oh my gosh, I loved it! It was so much fun!" He was so excited. And then you came over, and they're like, "We were talking about running the camera." You're like, "Oh yeah, that'd be really fun." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it was like, you guys say like, like almost the exact same thing. <laughs> and like, uh, and like, I didn't, re- I also didn't realize until that day how much, how much, like, that you have served, uh, are serving on yeah, every I, team. I serve in like, let's say, serving all the kids' men uh, programs, like, kids' men, J High, and then like, a bit in youth. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Berkelot. And then I was just gonna get to that. <laughs> the the parking lot, uh, parking cars outside is always a blast as well. Yeah, and like, so whenever your dad, I honestly wasn't expecting him to say you should have Nathan, but I was like, oh, that's a really good idea that I would not have thought of. <laughs> like nothing against you, it just like yeah. I just was like, huh? That was thinking of people but like that were like older than me. Or like in the same, or like in the same age, um, and when he said you, I was like, "That's a really good idea." Um, yeah, but like, so yeah, let's like dive into really the main topic. And I don't know how deep this is going to get today. It might get pretty deep. I think we're talking about anxiety, so it that those conversations tend to go that way. Um, so. Specifically, I want to ask, like, and I kind of just made a hard pivot, but like, maybe I'll get better. Maybe we get better at transitions. But um, but like uh, 
with with anxiety in Generation Z, like, what's your perspective of it right now? I would say in Generation Z, uh, and just specifically, um, anxiety is a pretty big factor on how most kids live day to day as they go through either school, work, or anything in that topic. Um, I would say it's a it's a pretty big problem right now. Um, just people tend to just push it away. Just try to just try to just like leave it alone. Just like avoid it at all costs because they don't want to face it, mm-hmm. and they don't want to they don't want to face that that problem. Because yeah. they're scared of how it affect them in a way. I would say um, our our generation is known to. It's not known for the best stuff currently. Um, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of different things, especially with social media and that whole factor. But mm. um, based on like anxiety and stuff, it can become a pretty big part of someone's life based on this generation. Yeah. And like, what about like the current culture? Uh, there's, I, I asked you like specifically like what anxiety is like within generation Z and like how it affects the culture, but like, how does the culture affect the anxiety? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, so I guess the, the culture nowadays is all surrounded by social media, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of factors to anxiety, where based on just any social media platform, let's say TikTok or Instagram, um, people uh, put themselves out there just as um, just thinking they're like almost better than everybody. They try mm-hmm. to put themselves over everybody to get either views or likes or anything like that. And um, I think that the factor it plays towards anxiety um, is pretty, um, it's pretty big considering how people tend to hide away their emotions on, on social media. They mm-hmm. tend to, um, they would like post a photo of them like smiling and caption like best day ever or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to call me out. <laughs> Sean's generation Z at heart. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> No, yeah, people tend to do that sometimes. Not targeting Sean, um, <laughs> but what you really, what they hide, and what you really don't know is what's happening behind that photo. You see the photo, and you're like, "Oh, their life's perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. their, their life's going great." But you really don't know what's beyond that photo. Yeah, and what's beyond that photo could be a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And a form of depression that you don't know about because they just put their life as their as their happy, uh, perfect lives. But truly, um, 
behind that photo, there's a lot of, there could be a lot of just pain that you don't know about. So you can never, you can never like really, um, can never really tell. Yeah. Like, what perspective are you trying to look at look at it from? Like, like you can't really tell what they're actually feeling from from just from a picture. Uh, like you can't really judge mm. based off the photo how they really feel. Gotcha. And you can't judge a person based off that because you also don't know what they're going through at mm-hmm. that current state. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Like I um, that's something that like. Going into, you see, you do see a lot of social media that use as a mask, a lot of the times. Yes. Yeah. And like people will be, and people will like people still like it's not just in Generation Z where people use social media as a highlight reel, and even if the highlights are fake, like you were saying, yeah. and because people want them to think they want they want other people to think that they're okay, that they they, 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 they so that they can get that validation that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that stems into like, yeah, that stems into like the, if you're looking for, if you're looking for that validation and you're having that, you're having anxiety because you're not thinking this way, but like, you don't, you don't, you don't actually have this thought like, Oh, I don't have validation. I need to go on social media and get it. But like, um, at least I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, maybe I'm, but like about generation Z in general, or like maybe certain people, but like, I think the actual, the, the actual thought process seems to more be like, like they're just, they don't feel like they're being valued anywhere else. And they know that they, how much better they feel whenever they see that those numbers go up on the likes. Or like whenever they see comments of like of like specific specifically, I think of more of. I mean, I don't know if it, it is prevalent, prevalent in guys also with the smiling and the stuff, but like, uh, and but like I think of a girl posting like a best day ever, and then um, all the girls being oh, you're so pretty, yeah, that's so good, yeah. oh my gosh, like yeah, the comments with that, yeah, and then that kind of leads into what you were saying, like. Is that uh, then she feels good for a little, that girl feels good for a little bit, yeah, and that that kind of becomes the addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you get addicted to that, like you get to the dopamine hits, and ever and dopamine is an addictive. It can be a, if the way you, however you, um, however you get it, like that's going to be a an addictive. You can create the thing they're giving, that's creating the dopamine for you, an addictive drug, essentially. And so social media being that addict, being that thing that you're being addicted to because of the dopamine that it's giving you and every time you want to go back to it. Um, sorry, I went, it went down there a little bit, um, but like, um, this is where my mind was going with it. Um, Sean, you have any questions? Yeah, I have a question. So, uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. when do you first like realize that you were, um, facing anxiety? For me, it was like 19. For you, you're a lot younger, so when it was like your first, like, oh, okay, this is anxiety, this is what I'm facing. It honestly had to be probably a year ago is when I 
first really started feeling that that form of anxiety and depression and that that form of um just a bunch of stuff clouding my mind at that moment mm-hmm. so yeah so what age did you say do you say an age? You said last year. Last year? Okay, last sorry. Year, so sorry. 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... Hmm. And right now, since it's been a year, and you only go as deep as you want to go, um, but since you have gone through and are currently go you, you said before you are still have bouts of it sometimes yeah. right um what do you do in those moments to um overcome it it's a good question um so what i really do is if i've ever like like there's there's forms of anxiety attacks that happen mm-hmm. that people also go through where you just get so tensed up, so stressed that it just it just fills your mind and you can't think of anything else. I tend to step away. Sometimes I, I don't know, put on worship music, um, walk around, just, just put my mind on God rather than everything else at that time. Um, to, to really just like overcome that stage is to, rather than focusing on the negative points of your life, try to focus on the positive because the positive will bring you up rather than mm-hmm. knock you down like the negative does. Mm-hmm. There's actually something really interesting about what you just said because the part of the brain that, and this is where like, I think like, I don't know, uh, you, say, you, you think about God and you think about like his goodness, like what he's done and like God, like he designed us in such a way that like it works so well like there's a part the part in the brain that like where gen- anxiety is created and like where that that anxiety comes from that's the same exact spot where where um the feeling of gratitude comes from and you can't feel both at the same time it's impossible so if you start fo- so if you focus on things that you're grateful for relative to the things that you're anxious about your 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 gratitude would act you actually cause you to stop thinking those anxious thoughts. So if you start thinking like, oh, wow, I'm just, like, sometimes I might be just, oh, I'm just thankful to be alive. I'm just thankful to have breath in my lungs. Like, if that's all you can say at that moment, that's then, like, just, like, re- rehash that, because sometimes that, like, maybe there, there may, there's probably more things, but if that's the only thing you can think of in the moment, then that's all you can think of in the moment. And you're like, okay, and but, like, then you're like, oh, I, th- th- then you can be like, thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for everything else God has done in my life. And thankful for, like, think. Yeah, I won't go. Like, I can I keep, keep saying things, but like, um, but I think that's a great practice. Like, a, a, having a, a practice of gratitude, um, re- relative to just. And this is advice for any everybody, but like, having a, gra- a practice of gratitude. Like, I think I think I've heard people say, um, like Pastor Brandon has said it before. I've heard other people say it. But having a gratitude journal. And doing, uh, having a practice, a general practice of writing down what you're thankful for every single night. If you have a problem, especially if you have a problem where like you're, you acknowledge it, maybe I'm not as, um, grateful for the things that I have as I could be, or maybe I, and like you want, and, but and the more you, you do it, like the more things you're actually going to come up with that you're grateful for. And the more grateful you're going to feel throughout the day. 
and it gives you more things to think about when you're anxious. Because anxiety, I don't think it's ever really going to go away. It's it's something that's it's something that like it comes with life, right? Yeah. But like, you, but, but like the the practices that you instill in yourself, and the more you grow those certain muscles in your mind, like that will just that will just still like what the out, what the actual ending outcome is at, uh, through like an anxiety attack. If you have an anxiety attack, like are you gonna what's the end outcome going to be? Is it going to be like? depression like you're gonna be sad and like just sad you sad for being sad me i would get mad at myself for being being like man i just did nothing all day because i couldn't and now i feel like crap and then it was like and then it, but on the flip side it's like oh i was i'm anxious let me try like, i like um i've seen a therapist I've, I've been seeing a therapist for over a year and like she gave me so many tools so many tools to be like um, like, do you pray, meditate, do like the, like focusing on just some white noise, like some things that will take your mind off things. Like there are so many things that like anybody can practice. And the younger you start it, especially with the pen, essentially the pandemic of anxiety that is happening within your generation, the sooner you start that practice, like the better it's going to be for later down the road, because especially in I think, especially in the, I think the younger you are, whenever you experience this, experience anxiety, experience the longer it's actually going to last. Your brain's still developing. Yeah, you don't finish develop your guys. We don't like we don't stop developing until twenty five. So like we, so like we have so, especially this for girls, guys, men and women. But like, yeah, the younger you are. The more it's important for everybody, but the more important it is that you start that you start now, relative to later. And that's to the listeners specifically. If uh, we have any other Gen Z people listening, <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, sorry not to cut you off, Gene, but I feel like anxiety happens just not even just for Gen Z, right? For right. millennials and baby boomers and all the millennials and every generation, right? But it's been a problem since the beginning of time because if you look like David faced anxiety and one of the scriptures I was looking up is on first Peter five, humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time, cast all your anxiety onto him because he cares for you. Be self-control and alert. So that's first Peter, um, verse five, right? And, um, I wanted to mention it because I felt like it was so powerful to realize like, hey, this isn't something you're just facing, right? Because there's power in numbers, but there's even more power in the two things that you did uh, say, Thomas, and you also said, Nathan, right? Which is the first thing I would say is thankfulness, right? Gratitude. The second thing was worship music. That is so powerful because it's getting your eyes off of yourself and your problems you're making yeah. your problems small and you're, ma- you're realizing how good and how big god is so that's like magnificent because if you magnify god the problems get smaller and smaller and then you get less stress and then the anxiety just leaves mm-hmm. so it's so important and to the listeners out there that might not be in a christian uh point of view um 
people tend to that are not Christians, they don't they don't really have a relationship with God. So they take it to other things, that including social media, which is a big part of Gen Z. And that's where most of Gen Z now takes it nowadays. Rather than taking it to God, they, they take it to, um, I know vaping's a big thing. They take it to just drugs um, because they feel like it relieves their stress. It, mm-hmm. it gives them a peace in the moment. But the key word is for a moment because yeah. as soon as that, that feeling of, I don't know, highness or whatever goes away, what do they do now? They just, they just don't have like that. They, the stress comes back. Yeah. And it might come back even stronger because of the things that they're in taking in their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, it really affects how a lot of people deal with their emotions nowadays. And it takes, it takes a lot of, a lot of courage and a lot of struggle. Like a, like a, it's, it's not always going to be easy to like get away from it. Obviously it's going to come back eventually. Yeah. But in that time, instead of, instead of just taking it to those, those pain relievers, those stressful moments, really just honestly, just read the Bible. I know mm. for yeah. non-Christians out there, it might sound like, oh, the Bible, it's just like some stories or some, just, just some words on it in a book. But no, it's really a, it's really a, just stories of real people that have dealt with things similar to how we deal with life nowadays. And it's really just a, it's a stress reliever rather than taking it to stuff that can hurt your body take it to stuff that you can gain knowledge and you can gain strength and you can just become, become a, uh, just a better person in mental health or just any topic really. The Bible has it there and it was, it was put there for a reason. And yeah. That's good, man. It's really good. Um, I like that you um, specified that to like to people that are aren't people of faith, um, and because we do like to say like this isn't specifically just for this podcast isn't specifically just for Christians, even though we are Christians and we bring up God a lot. Yeah, like we don't we don't put this podcast out there as a Christian podcast, uh, because then the algorithm would read it that way. Yeah. And like, um, and like to the people that are listening, like Nathan was saying that aren't, aren't necessarily Christians and you maybe still don't fully understand what we're talking about. That's okay. I think the idea of like, like you said one thing of like, that, like we already said, like anxiety is going to come back, but that's not to be like, what's the word I was thinking? Um, no, th- that's not to be discouragement. Uh, yeah. That's not to be discouraging. Yeah. Like the point is to be encouraging about it because even though it will come back, 
like it, like it won't come back as strong if you practice if you actually practice if you actually practice this practices of gratitude or if you actually if you look into um what we're talking about about the word like don't just take our word for it and think that we're just dumb for for thinking for thinking and believing that God exists like do some of your own research and like understand why we're saying what we're saying and like it's you know we've all had experience with anxiety and like anxiety and de- I, I've had depression yeah yes yeah, um, yeah. Um, so it's like yeah they're like brothers like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a bond you don't yeah. get, you you get, get away from the other. <laughs> <laughs> and like Man, my train of thought just crashed. Uh, oh man, no. What was I saying about um depression and anxiety? But, yeah, depression. You were leading into that, and then I was talking. Well, I was specifically talking about like. Sorry, I have to backtrack. If we don't edit, so this is all going to be in it. But yeah. uh, but no, I, I was specifically talking about the like, anxiety going through going through anxiety. Yeah, anxi- yeah. anxiety. Going through anxiety and depression, and I know where I I, I think we can all. I I don't think Nathan. I don't know if you like. Like I feel like you grew you you're growing up in, in faith a lot younger than uh, I did. I I was raised Roman Catholic, but like the faith I have now is a lot stronger than what it was then. And whenever I and whenever I was going through depression and anxiety, like in the start of it at least, I wasn't I wasn't close to God, and that was the hardest time through it. And I, 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 that was a hard, those are the hardest moments in my life. And that, and like, um, and now with like the medical condition I have, I've had so much stress around this. And, but I can honestly say, I don't think anxieties come up. Like, it's like a stress and anxiety is like two different things. And like, like anxiety, we, uh, I've, uh, anxiety is specifically, like the worry about something that may happen in the future, and or it's fear. That's what we should really call it. It's fear about something that may happen in the future, whether it is actually going to happen or not. And with like with stress, it's just it's like you're stressed about what's happening right now. You're like you're worried about what's happening right now, or something that you like. And like um, anxiety can bring stress. But like anxiety can bring stress, but stress does not exactly come coupled with anxiety. But that I'm jumping down to a different rabbit hole that I, I realize I'm going to pull myself back. But like, uh, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think with the people going, if you're going through it right now, whether you're, regardless of whether you're of faith or not, just think about what. Just take a second to think about what you're what what you're thankful for, and. I know for a fact what I said about the, the, the way your brain is created is true. So if you start thinking about the, if you start thinking about the things that you're grateful for, your anxiety will start to will start to like bump down in numbers. Uh, I was trying to think of it as a dial, <laughs> um, yeah, but it. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, aren't you just Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Took me, took me, took me, took me, took me a second to understand, like, under, like, get, get the word. Um, but whenever, but I want to bring up something else. Um, you mentioned about like vaping. 
Yes. And that being like the go-to for, like, it's probably that or cigarettes or whatever. I don't know if cigarettes are big with you guys, but more, it's more vaping. It's more vaping, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, yeah. cigarettes were like more our age, I guess. That makes sense. Um, but like that, that was used for the same reason. Um, and like, like the vaping is like the quote unquote the healthier alternative, even though it's not. Yeah, uh, it's actually yeah, it's actually worse. But um, <laughs> but the uh, but all all that is like you say, it's a it's a temporary it's a temporary fix. Like you're putting a band-aid on a gouge in your arm. Yeah. And really what really what you need is surgery. And like the only way the only way to, like you can either sit there and try to do the surgery yourself or you can go and seek help. And it takes a lot to admit to yourself that you need it. And then it takes even more to, to um, admit to other people that you need it. But if you're actually in it, if you're in it and you're in anxiety or in depression, like that's the route you need to go. That's the only, like, like you're not going to get out of it by yourself because your brain, all your brain knows right now is how to be anxious. And like, like that, that, it's been rolling on that roller coaster for a while and it's going to be harder to get off. If you don't have somebody pushing you. Yeah. There did you. You always need someone by your side. Um, hmm. If you try to attack it alone, it's only just gonna. The devil and the enemy is trying all, just gonna try to, just come at you at different angles, different moments, and try to knock you down. Yeah. Um, but if you really find just like, just a therapist, yeah. really someone to talk to about it, or just, just a just a friend who really can help you that you trust. Yeah. Um, they can, they can uh, check in with you just like how your, how your day is going, how you're feeling and mm-hmm. all that. And you're not alone. You're not alone out there. There is people out there to help. Yes. Uh, you might not think so. You might think, Oh, I can do this on my own. Uh, I'll be fine. But no, really, Really just try to find somebody um, that can help you through this because without that person to guide you, you don't have anything else to lean on. Yeah. So it goes back to as vaping, you lean on that. You lean, you lean on a, an object rather than a person. Yeah. You lean on something that will make you feel good in the moment but end up hurting you in the end. Rather than going to a person who can help you, who's not, just go to a person who's not going to judge you. Go to a person you trust that that's not going to make you feel any less of yourself in that current moment. And really just have that mindset of, um, of just... Um, I lost my train of thought. No worries, man. <laughs> it happens, <laughs> obviously. It happens to me all the time. Um, do you care if I pivot it? Sure. Okay. Uh, I, 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 what? Unless you want to... Do you know where you're at? Or 
I can pivot it. Yeah, you can pivot. Okay. Sean, do you have anything? No, I never thought it was really good. And excited <laughs> for the methods I would just tell people who are facing anxiety to first um, think about being grateful. And second, try to find some way of easing your mind, whether that's worship music, exercise, or something that you're able to physically do or hear or anything like that that would calm your mind. Yeah. Um, and then my I, my last question is I, yeah this is my last question I had to decide <laughs> um, so you have your therapist right now yeah man I have another question <laughs> uh, we'll see uh, first of all I ask like how did you find your therapist honestly just the amount of stuff that was happening in my life recently mm-hmm. I just I just went to my parents and straight up just um, said I might need a therapist and my dad um, went out there and found a Christian therapist mm-hmm. um, yeah do you know if they're currently accepting uh, new applicants new uh, your, do you know if your therapist is currently accepting new people I would assume so okay I've just started going Okay, sorry. This is a recent thing. No, you're good. Um, that was just for the link. That way we can, like, uh, if they are, we can, like, call go. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get that from you later. Yeah, you can probably get it from me. Okay, yeah. Do, uh, do you have her name? It's a... It's a oh, oh, sorry. My therapist is a woman. I don't know why I thought. <laughs> His name's oh. Isaac. Isaac, okay. Yeah, we'll get, the, we'll get the information from your dad later, and we'll put that in the show notes. Um, to try and uh, I have, have a couple other resources too. I'll post in there. Uh, like we need, need yeah, go for it. All right. So earlier we were talking about mental health. Now that's a big part of just everybody now. Mm. And uh, we started to talk about money wise for therapy mm-hmm. and how that could be. A disadvantage of getting to therapy. Mm, yeah. Um, Good point. And just, I don't know how it's going to take that time, but it's just a really big problem is mental health nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody should be going to the therapy. I agree. But there's also that money problem that yeah. that takes you to get to that therapist. Yeah. I would say like not to get political or anything, but like bring a just like just I wish like now like therapy could be like more of a free place. Rather than something you have to pay money to to go to. Because those people that might not have enough money to for, for therapy mm-hmm. I don't know where they I don't know where they take it. Because right. if they're not going to get that therapy because of the money, where would they take it afterwards? Well the well, well I well you got something? I was about to say I I got something. Good. Well um I know that, like, if you don't have money for therapy, I would say 
try to find your local church. Most churches have something where they have like some type of counseling for free that you're able to release your what's going on mentally with you. You know what I mean? Because if it's a good church, they're going to have resources where they're able to help people. And if they, they can't do it themselves, they're going to at least be able to try to point you in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Kind of goes off. I was kind of going on that same line of, um, I was going, if you can't afford therapy, um, if your family, if you're, if you're, if you're a teenager and your parents can't afford it, like, where do you go? You, like, you find a good community and you find a good community with people that you trust if you don't already have that. And by a good community, I mean, it's people that aren't anxious also. But that aren't always anxiety ridden where you don't sit around and talk about how anxious you are and you validate each other's anxiety. No, it's like you actually find a good community where people can speak life into you. And that by that, I mean what, what it means to speak life into somebody. Cause I know I wouldn't know what, know what that meant if I said that like five years, said that myself a few years ago, but like to speak life into somebody means they're actually like they're, they're lifting you up out of the pit by hope that you tell them like you like, like kind of like Sean said, you find you find you can find a church where there are people that would sit down and talk with you. Or for more of my generation, okay, they yeah. have. I'm pretty sure they have counseling or therapy in schools nowadays. Okay, yeah. I don't know if that's for free though. So maybe if you're looking for, if whoever's watching or listening or <laughs> is uh, looking for a way to get therapy and yeah. they're in my generation or they're still in school uh try to reach out to like we each have like a counselor mm-hmm. so i feel like school therapy could be a, an option yeah yeah that was really good uh, yeah that's something i would have thought of um yeah but that's why we're here to talk about it <laughs> good stuff yeah. um yeah, I think like pretty close to wrapping up. Um, but I feel I feel like we covered a lot of great content. A lot, of, I think we covered a lot of great things. And um, okay, here's my final final question. Mm-hmm. Maybe final, final we'll question. see if this, we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay, there's a, well, there'll be another one, but like it's off the topic. But the. So if you were, so if you are, so say you're speaking to somebody that is going through anxiety right now and they're in, in the deep of it, like if you're talking directly to them, what would you, what would you say? Man, um, I would specifically focus on that season of their life in that point. Um, through that season of, um, anxiety. And um, that season, that season, where you're going through that, just try to try to tell them, try to maybe have them focus on um, that God has put trials out there for you, but He's only put those trials out there for you that because He knows you can overcome them. Yeah, He wouldn't put a trial that you couldn't overcome just to knock you back down. Yeah, you would put one that he knows that you can overcome in that moment, and um, I would really, 
uh, I'd really just focus on that there's joy. There's a season of joy after mm-hmm. that season of anxiety. Yeah. There's a season of happiness. There's a season of where you're just not stressful, where everything is going great. Not to say that there's still not bad stuff in that season of joy, but there's more things that you can focus on that are more joyful and more more just uplifting in that point. Um, I would say also for people that are going through that right now, just try try to find, as we were talking about, a community, a community that will build you up, not break you down. Yeah. A community that will get that will love you no matter no matter what your circumstances is, um, no matter your background, no matter your position, and no matter um, just anything in that in that topic. And I would also like to. A bit of a shout out. <laughs> uh, so if you're in my generation, uh, at Amplify Church, the church we go to, yeah, there's a youth ministry um, where high schoolers come together, and that's that's a really good way of finding that community. Um, so anybody out there listening who knows a high schooler out there who just is looking for a way to get community or yeah. just just bring it up to them if even if they're not looking for a way to get community but you know they're going through something I would recommend uh, inviting them to a youth um, either at city campus mm-hmm. uh, south east just everywhere in those campuses yeah um it's a it's a really good way to build community. In that, in that That's great. No, and I'll I'll link their uh, like Instagram and, and the show yeah. notes as well. Uh, that way you can actually that way you you'll be able to find it. And you want to search for it. Um, and we don't usually do this, but since we talked about community a lot, we've been talking about it a lot in other episodes too. I'll link Amplify the Amplify Church as well. Just our just their website and maybe their Instagram as well. Um. We don't do that. That we don't. We've never. I've never done that before. But I feel like this off the conversation today. So if, like, if we are talking to people that are anxious, like, and you need a good community, this is this is a place to get it. And if you're not around here, and um, you're not somewhere near Pittsburgh, um, there are definitely uh, there are definitely other churches. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> I uh, just just by just scrolling through Instagram sometimes yeah. <laughs> I come I just. Based on the algorithm that I have, there's just other youth groups just all over the world that people could just be taking advantage of with community. Yeah, we have, I believe we have people listening, at least listen to most episodes in Belgium and in, I can't remember the exact city, but in Canada. Um, there's like one, like one, a couple people in both spots, at least. Uh, And like, um, but I used it around the world, so I was just like, uh, I was like, yeah, there's stuff in Canada, there's there's stuff in there's stuff in Belgium. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's just a lot of churches that yeah. you could be just going to. There's a lot of youth, just youth opportunities as well there. Yeah, at those churches, 
that you might not know about. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, I think that I think that that's a really good ending spot. Um, unless you had any final remarks, Sean. God, nah, I know final remarks here. Okay. <laughs> um, awesome. No, I really like that. I really like that. I always like these. I might not be. Oh yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah, um, Nathan has an analogy. I have an analogy. <laughs> so it was actually from my my Christian therapist that I've been going to. Um, basically, there's a he was talking about a difference between anger and um, anxiety and depression. Okay. And it was a it was a tea kettle. Um, with boiling water. Um, when you're angry, that when you're boiling that water in that tea kettle, if you leave it there for a while, it explodes, mm-hmm. and you get that anger, and you you just attack everything around you. Yeah. Um, while with anxiety and depression, let's say you put eggs in it, um, just anything that just Go for eggs for this example. Um, <laughs> that if you leave it on there and you do the same thing, it goes, it just starts to spread around the water, starts mm-hmm. to become more um, murky, and it over time it starts to stink. And I would say that's a way of that depression just sitting there in your body. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there, and over time, it just starts to um, just starts to attack you and try yeah. to bring you down. And yeah, wow, <laughs> that's, that is really good. That's the analogy, man. That's where we're ending it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you liked his analogy, you should let us know on uh, on Spotify in the comment there. Uh, <laughs> um, and Okay, so I think that was a really great episode. Um, if the people listening, if you like this episode, uh, definitely feel free to give us a review. Five Get, stars. Five stars <laughs> on iTunes or Spotify awesome. or any other platform that you're listening on that you can review on. If you're on Spotify, um, let us know how, how much you like this episode. Uh, I believe I have a, I'll have a question on there this time that will ask specifically who you uh, would like to hear on the podcast as a guest. And also, uh, I believe on on our podcast, if you can review it, you can leave a whole comment about what you think of the podcast as a whole. Um, So definitely go ahead and do that. Share it on on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X, uh, whatever you use. Um, And... We really appreciate it. We're slowly, slowly growing, slowly reaching more people, and I think that's how it's meant to go. Um, but Nathan, you got one more thing? I was just gonna say, I know, I know everybody out there on social media. So there's, <laughs> there's gonna be a way, either as you said, like Twitter or X or Instagram. I know, I know. Just. Everybody has social media nowadays. <laughs> Especially you Gen Z kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but Nathan, you know, one final question for you. Yes. All right. Uh, 
If you could, final, final, final question. This is the final, 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 final question. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to hear on an episode of this podcast? Who would I like to hear? Ah. You know what? Luke Marasco. Oh, okay. I'll call, it, I'll call it Luke Marasco. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be good. I feel like that would be good. Yeah. He's, nice. he's really, he has a lot of wisdom. We'll reach out to him. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. And again, to everybody, um, thank you if you listened to this far through the episode. Um, I know that a lot of people are trying to drop off the last like 10 seconds. But, but all right, guys. We will see you later. See you next week. Love you guys. See ya. <laughs>